Elon Musk Parag Agrawal and Twitter's leadership rejects have been clogging news headlines. But throughout history, many startup and business owners have routinely ousted CEOs. My guest in this episode, Shiv Shivkumar, Group Executive President Corporate Strategy at Altia Birla Group, also a well-known management thinker, describes an asymmetric equation between owners and CEOs. This power dynamic usually favors the owners and the situation at Twitter is just the most obvious example of that. When there is a key ideological difference between a CEO and an owner, an organization suffers. Shiv argues that today's technocrat owners like Musk don't need professional CEOs to the same degree as before. He offers prescriptions for how to correct this power imbalance and lead a company that employees trust. Hello and welcome to Business Line Podcast. This is your host, Akshay Chandrasekharan, and I hope you enjoy this conversation. Hello and welcome to Business Line Podcast, Shiv. Thank you for agreeing to do this. Thank you, Akshay. And uh, it's an absolute delight to do this for Hindu Business Line. Let's dive right in. We're going to delve deeper into what you had discussed in your column. So my first question to you is, in the wake of former Twitter CEO being escorted out by Elon Musk, It makes many of us question two things, right? One, the unchecked powers owners possess. And two, the value added by a CEO to a company. How did it make you feel when you read the news about Parag Agarwal being ousted? The point to ask is, it's not whether I like it or you like it, Akshaya. It is about why do they happen? I think in most cases, and certainly in this case, the reason it happens is that the owner wants to show power and who the boss is. The first thing we must recognize, and this is a truism, is that the equation between an owner and a CEO is asymmetrical. It's always loaded in the favor of the owner and not in the favor of the CEO. So if you look at how the owner and a professional work, think of it as a triangle. At the top of the triangle is building the institution. Then you have the professional at one end and then you have the owner at the other end. The professional's role in any organization is to build the institution. That is his only option. And he can do that by doing things right nothing else. Now the owner and relationship with the institution is much convenience where the owner decides how much he does and how much he doesn't do in that direction. Though he always wants the institution to be built. The professional should never ever try and second guess the owner and try to do what the owner wants him to do. Because being a professional, that's what he needs to do. Now when you look at this particular situation, the owners of the past in many a country were old money owners, legacy owners, people who had access to government, people who had access to raw materials, people who had access to other connections because of which they became big and they are called legacy companies. However, in this case, it's a very different situation. We today see what I call the new owners. And most of the new owners are what I call technocrats, okay, like Jeff Bezos, like Elon Musk, etc. Professionals who in their own right have amazing skills. Now I go back to power. In this case, the owner wanted to show who had the power. Power comes at a senior level in four different dimensions. It's coercive, which is you listen to me or else you're out, which is my way or the highway, as the Americans put it. It is the power to reward and recognize, which is the second one. The third power is expert. The fourth power is what I call social media power. If you look at the challenge here in this case, Elon Musk is as much of an expert as a Parag Agarwal or anybody else. And Elon Musk is as much of a power holder in social media as anybody else in Twitter. So the equation actually goes in favor of the owner. I think for an owner to say, you know what, I will let the professional run it the way it is. And I will only step in where I'm needed is a very rare call. And in that direction, I must point out two outstanding Indian owners. One is Harsh Mariwala and the second is Anand Mahindra, both of whom have given the day-to-day running of the company and the strategic direction of the company to their CEOs and said, hey, you run it. I'm the chairman of the board or I'm around. 
but you are the boss i think that's very very rare between an owner and a professional ceo anywhere in the world you're very right shiv i think it definitely gives elon musk a upper hand right in this scenario at least no matter who the ceo could have been because yes. musk is damn good at code he's damn good at technology he's damn good at everything he can mm-hmm. run circles around any team so mm-hmm. he has that power which typically a owner does not have over a professional ceo and exactly you drew parallels between two indian companies and twitter right so even in your column you speak a lot about how the mindset of a company reflects in the ceo and owner relationship could you speak a little more about that i would say the founder ceo relationship is always asymmetric i think it always favors the founder compared to the ceo i think founders have evolved and a good founder is somebody who will give ceo the space and also celebrate the ceo success that is what i would call an evolved founder where have founders and professional ceo relationships faltered the most famous example is steve jobs who was the founder of apple and john scully jobs went and hunted scully from pepsico scully came and joined remember he is a professional manager a professional ceo knows how to run a process he knows how to get alignment he knows how to implement policies he knows how to manage the key stakeholders he knows how to manage the investors he knows how to manage the board and the board ousted steve jobs till scully got ousted himself and steve jobs came back now the key thing is at what step or stage does a founder say hey you know what the ceo needs to have much more empowerment i think in the indian context if you go beyond a mid cap beyond 5000 crores i personally believe the ceo must handle everything now obviously there are many aspects to a business there is a concept of a brand if you're in a b2c business there's a concept of capital there's a concept of allocation of capital and there's the concept of key function some industries depend heavily on r&d some industries depend heavily on it and people some industries depend on supply chain if you're a you know a commodities company some companies depend on government relations if you're in the aircraft business or the airlines business the founder must be very clear to say where can he truly add value the founder has to add value in some way or the other he must decide that but once he's decided that he should then let go and say you know what the ceo i hold you accountable i give you the reins this is what you are accountable for and i think that's always the challenge till the founder and the ceo get that you know alignment and get that agreement even if it's informal and not on paper i think that should be and what when the alignment is not there right because like you rightly pointed out it's never about capability or competence it is about that alignment so what happens when there is a tension between the ceo and founder or owner what do you think that does to a company whenever you see mass scale change at senior levels in any organization whether it's owner run or professional run employees feel they feel like rabbits they feel like robots in the sense that they go through their motions of the day not knowing what the next day will bring okay and they are like rabbits in front of a headlight now forget the owner you know ceo relationship i'll give you an example of nokia which was a professional company with a professional board when nokia went to windows and chose the wrong strategy okay senior managers were falling like nine pins the new management decided that if you didn't buy into my strategy you're not good enough to stay in the company and suddenly i found that everybody was playing for himself or herself there was utter absolutely utter panic and there was a lot of distrust and a lot of insecurity in the system managing the team became a nightmare i used to run emerging markets for nokia very different nationalities and most of them were very comfortable in dubai and their families were comfortable and they were all scared that they're going to lose it now and this led to a lot of gossip a lot of alignments a lot of backbiting etc because everybody was trying to see 
that okay i should hold on to my job and stay on in the company till i find something that was very very self destructive and i'm absolutely sure that the same is happening in twitter right now and i just read this morning that uh, somebody has uh, sued twitter about uh, you know the layoffs so yes. employees i think feel like robots mechanical and employees feel like rabbits in front of a headlight it is never a good thing trust is the big loser when this kind of a thing happens if a ceo can be replaced or even ousted so easily right employees might feel very insignificant in the larger scheme of things they Absolutely might constantly correct. live in fear you know that their job is a threat very very true that brings me to my next question do you think the new vc funded startup owners are more abrasive and demanding than the old world business owners so very good question again if you look at the owner or ceo or owner or senior managers in a company where can the differences come from the differences can come from direction and strategy the differences can come from the speed with which you want to progress the differences can come from an allocating capital differences can come in who to hire who to promote the differences can come from are you co-opted or not in the key decision i think all professionals must recognize whether it's a ceo or a senior manager that owners have their own network formal and informal inside and outside the organization okay and owners work in their own way which is difficult for professionals to understand it will be difficult for people to try and decipher how elon musk will work so what a professional should be is he must be utterly professional and being professional simply in an organization means being open being transparent being non hierarchical driving accountability and to ensure that you do what is right for the institution fully recognizing that the owner always has the call to overrule him because that is the owner's prerogative because he or she is the owner equally i would say what should not professionals do when they work for an owner one they should not be servile or psychophant because there is no end to that that scale is an infinite scale there will always be people who are more psychophantic than you second you should never form your own team or clique you should not try and outdo the owner and have your own bunch of people third you should never create fissure in the organization fourth you should never break the organization and finally never hide information from the owner always tell him whatever the truth is and in doing this the professional senior manager or ceo must think there is loyalty at one end there is capability at the other end this professionalism at the third end what most owners see especially in india is loyalty as long as you are loyal to the institution i think you are fine as a professional the day you put the loyalty to the owner ahead of the loyalty to the institution then there is trouble okay and that is not good governance in my book if you come back to the pvc question i think a lot of the new indian owners thanks to the startup culture etc most of them are technocrats they are not old money people they don't come from wealthy backgrounds etc they good solid middle class people who have gone to a good educational institution who raise capital who had an idea to solve some of the problems which the country faces or the world faces and they're bringing their ideas to the table these are what i call knowledge owners they are not old money donors these are knowledge owners what i would like to see more from the knowledge owners of the indian ecosystem today is much more humility much more empathy where do i say that they need humility market capital is not a reflection of your self remember that you know when you build an organization you build it for 20 years for 50 years that is what legacy is market cap today is not legacy i think the old owners needed professionals okay because they felt that professionals had what i call the expertise power 
today the new owners what i call this technocrat owners etc the knowledge owners they don't really need professionals to the same degree because they know their subject of the expertise in the topic that they are discussing they think that they know it all whether it's brand whether it's market cap etc and they're all shooting for glory if there's one lesson that the knowledge owners must learn from the old owners the legacy owners it is that you know you must always always not worry about glory do the right thing old owners used to be much more in the background but these new owners are much more in your face and i think that has to change over time if these new owners or the knowledge owners need to get really good people who can build an institution thank you so much sir for taking out the time to do this and answering all my questions patiently thank you Arch, and i really wish you and hpl the very best if you like what you heard share the link check out our site thehindubusinessline.com and watch our videos on youtube.com/thehindubusinessline that is youtube.com/thehindubusinessline thank you for tuning in you'll hear more from us next time